It's 4.32 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we are very happy to have on the line right now Mr. Chad Prather. He is a comedian, commentator, and uh, uh, you may have seen him on various cable news uh, shows over the last couple of years, including Fox and Friends and some others. But he's going to be at the district on Friday night, and uh, we thought we'd get him on the horn and chat about the show that's coming up. Mr. Prather, thanks for joining us. Hey, man, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. So I uh, just looking through your materials, it's uh, very interesting. You are, uh, how, do you, how do you say, is it un, unabashedly Southern or un, unrepentant, <laughs> un, unrepentantly Southern? Or how does that go? <laughs> I think all of those would work, but it's unapologetically Southern. Yeah. yeah I, did a, I did a video a number of years ago, uh, and I kind of titled it that, and uh, it, it, it really took off. And I'm originally from Georgia. I'm a Texas guy. I've been in Texas for the last 20 years, but I grew up in the state of Georgia. It's, so, I, you know, I'm one of those guys. I, I'm sort of an observational humorist. I, I tend to look at a lot of different things that people deal with in life and, and kind of poke fun at it a little bit. But, yeah, at that point in time, there were – a lot of folks in the South were catching some heat, and I, I, I had gotten an interesting message from somebody, so I came to their defense. Who knew millions of people were going to watch that thing? But uh, so that was it's on, been a lot of fun. Yeah, so that was on YouTube? Is that where you put that on? When I originally put it up, I put it up on Facebook. Mm. I, a lot of times folks will say I'm a YouTube guy. I'm more of a Facebook guy than oh, I am okay. a YouTube guy. We're, we're now, and it's not like we're sitting around counting every day, but we just re- realized this past week that we're now past 700 million total views on Facebook alone. So a lot of people are wasting time at work yeah. watching my video. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the great American dream, right? To be able to sit and watch uh, Facebook all day while you're getting paid. Um, absolutely. So then, uh, so you broke out with this basically a viral video. Um, what were you doing at the time? Were you a comedian? Then, well, I, no, I, was doing, I was doing television. I was doing a travel television show for cable. Uh, and it was uh, it was a humor show, and so I, I've always been in the horse world. This was a, this was for an equestrian network, and so we travel around the country and see all these unique uh, things going on in the horse world, and then we showcase cities. And so I was looking for ways to promote that show when I started doing videos for social media. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the, the unapologetically southern wasn't even the first one. I was about like the twenty fifth one I had done that had over a million views. <laughs> and so and so, but that one was very well known. And, it's, it's crazy. I think like, we probably now have, we're probably upwards of 325, 350 videos that have hit a million views. I mean, it's at least a million. So it's pretty crazy how that thing took off the way it did. And so I had a good friend of mine who's a comic, and he said, man, you know, why don't you go do what you do on stage? And I said, well, I don't think that would translate exactly uh, very well into stage because, you know, those two-minute fast-talking rants, you got to breathe every now and then. So he, uh, we, we, we did start doing a comedy show, and I, I see myself more as a humorist and storyteller. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did a tour last year. We did uh, 50 sold-out cities. It was fantastic. And so this year I'm kind of out on my own doing the Star Spangled Banter tour and bouncing all over America. My agent lives in L.A., and he's booking me in the coldest places in the nation <laughs> during the coldest times. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm packing my wool socks and my long underwear to, to come to Sioux Falls. I can't wait to get up there, though. Yeah, it's a good plan. Um, so yeah, you got into doing uh, stage, I mean, Facebook, but that doesn't pay. So really, there's no right. money in Facebook. So that's that's really where you uh, have made a living. But you also ended up doing 
essentially political commentary or political humor. Yeah. Is that is that the better way to put it on Fox and Friends yeah, and some other? Know, yeah, and I, I you know I shied away from that for a, for a long long time, and then I got to a point where I said, man, America's in such a state they're almost writing the jokes for us, so I can't avoid this content. And uh, you know it, it's funny I. I I go out and I do these shows, and they're really not political shows, other than I'll take a few jabs here and there. But for the most part, they're shows about the American condition. It's the things we deal with as adults, as parents, as as career people, and 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 you know all these things that happen. And, and so it's it's a fun show. And I had somebody in Seattle. They said, "Now look, we're 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 hardcore left Democrat." You know, but we want to come to your show. Are we going to be? Are you going to beat us up for two hours? And I said, No, absolutely not. You're going to feel right at home. And, and they did. So we had a great time. And, and uh, I just, I love the country, mm-hmm. and I love, I love politics. I'm sort of a political junkie, and so we started PoliticalCowboy.com and started stirring the pot a little and having fun with it. And gosh, I think we've had in the last two months, we've had about eight or nine million visitors on that site. And, and we just we just joined the conversation and and we've been having a good time with it. But you're right, Facebook doesn't pay, and uh, but but it's amazing the doors it will open up yeah. for you um, and put you on stage and, and give you the opportunity to go out and, and talk and communicate. And it's it's also given us a huge platform to do a lot of good for charity work as well. So it's been an interesting journey, very unorthodox, but a lot of fun. It's something I tell people all the time. They say, "Well, he's an internet sensation." I said, "That's just a 21st century way of saying he's." unemployed but he's real popular you know <laughs> that's and, right <laughs> he's huge on the internet uh <laughs> yeah. so chad prather you uh is with us he is a comedian commentator he's gonna be at the district on friday night um we actually have been giving away some tickets here on the show and uh if you are interested right. in seeing this we have a couple pairs left here if you're interested in seeing chad this friday night at the district just go ahead and go to twitter go to p lally show and uh say you want to go and we'll get a hold of you um there, there is a danger with political comedy, is there not? Sure, and there is. How do you walk that line? Well, you know, I love people first of all, and I love everybody. I really do. I, I, I like to call out the thing. You know, I, I can almost summarize everything that I say about politics in one word. It's, it's the word. It's a question, really. Just the word, really. I'm like, are we really saying some of the things that we're saying these days? Um, but I want to get the conversation started. I want to get people talking, and I want to get people communicating, and, and ultimately work as a unifier, although a lot of folks look at it and say, no, you're too one-sided or whatever. I'm really not. I'm really not. It's kind of hard to interpret a person by just watching too many videos. Yeah. Um, but it engages a deeper-level conversation, which has been a lot of fun for me. You did. But I know that today, you know, a lot of com- a lot of comedians won't even go to college campuses anymore, simply because people are too easily offended. There's too many subjects that are now considered PC or taboo, and they don't want to talk about them. So it is a fine line to walk, but it's 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 an interesting one to try to creatively navigate. And you did draw a lot of attention at one point. Uh, it was after the uh, uh, it's been a couple of years now, right? After the attacks in ISIS attacks in France, which were horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You uh, uh, said something about Islam uh, not being uh, a peaceful religion or a religion of peace. Uh, right, and, right. And, yeah, I mean, you went, you said some other things, and that that sure. uh, uh, you disagreed with the Obama administration and said they're absolutely wrong when they say that nations like Iran share the same values and goals as America. Right. That's pretty strong stuff. I mean, that's not comedy. That's straightforward no. commentary. Did you, when you did that, did you expect to get the pushback that you got? Uh, I, I expected some pushback, but not not to the degree of what what came with it, mm-hmm. um, because again, it was it was. What happened was people had taken snippets of what I had said and and ran with it. And you know the point what I was making is, 
is in most cases it's hard to find a nation that is predominantly uh, Islamic that has experienced long-lasting times of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so that was the point I was trying to make. And then it, it was, of course, it was a disagreement with one of the deals going on with Iran at the time mm-hmm. with the Obama administration. So, yeah, I, I made the comment, and it was it was pretty interesting the way it was taken out of a certain context and misconstrued in certain ways. Uh, I still stand by the the full statement of what I had said, mm-hmm. and uh, because again, I was I was basically pointing to a geopolitical history as well, not just no, so much as a religious history, but geopolitical history, and so. Um, you know, I've always I've always been one of those guys who tends to I, I call it the foot and mouth disease. You know, I'll say a few different things that that'll get people irritated or mm-hmm. they'll you know they'll they'll get frustrated with me or whatever. But that's okay. It's you know it's one of those things where we don't have to try to be silly or funny all the time. And, and quite honestly, I'm a, I'm a pretty silly guy. I need to straighten up most of the time. Did you but, uh, after that whole flap though? Did you have anybody uh, from Islamic communities anywhere reaching out to you to say, you know, we want that may be true what you're saying, but we want you to know this part of Islam or that part of Islam. Have well, you had sure. those kind it, of discussions? It, 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 well, the thing is, the thing is, so I've spent, you know, historically speaking, I have been on a stage somewhere my whole life. I was always a motivational speaker. I was worked with a lot of nonprofits, and I was that guy that made people laugh when he did those speeches. But I was all over the world. I've been in Muslim countries. I've been all over Africa, Southeast Asia, all over Europe. So I have spoken with and met with folks from various cultures all around the world. And so that dialogue is something that's been open for a long, long time with a lot of folks from a lot of different places. In uh, you know, in the full context of my life, you know, that's an ongoing conversation that's been had. So after that, no, I, no, I didn't have a lot of folks from say the, the Muslim community mm-hmm. that were reaching out, yeah. but I, I did have you know there were a lot of folks that wanted to, uh, they wanted to, you know, they wanted to, they got a little abrupt, you know. So it it was one of those things where. <clears throat> I said, you know, hey, I'm always open to that conversation. I understand what you're saying, but again, you have to understand what I'm saying as well and take it into context. Yeah. So it was that was that was interesting. Yeah, that was about that was about two or three years ago. And, and it stays with you. Has, <laughs> yeah, it does. Nothing ever goes away. That's the that's the beauty of it. Um, I'll tell you, we've always been writing our stories on walls, whether it's a a, a cave drawing or mm-hmm. a hieroglyphic in Egypt. Now we're putting it on a digital wall, and it never goes away. So you got to be careful what you put out there. I, I joke about how you know we used to keep the words of the of the uh, the poets and the authors and the philosophers and the and kings and the and the you know the, you get guys like Aristotle and Socrates and Plato. We kept their words for posterity. Now everybody's words are being kept right. because you know we all have a digital wall to put those words on. So be careful and what you say. Right? There's a responsibility that goes with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah exactly. there's a responsibility that goes with it. Um, we're talking with uh, comedian and commentator Chad Prather. He is at the District on Friday night, and uh, you can get tickets to that by uh, going to P. Lally Show on Twitter and saying you want to go. Um, we are going to come right back and talk a little bit more with, with Mr. Prather after this break. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. If you're new to the Sioux Falls area, you don't know 